Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 107 here at CCO. Tech Talk is underway. Doug Swinhart is in studio for the entire hour. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. Here are the numbers. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Remember, those numbers are good for all our programs here on CCO. Uh, once again, a great time to call or text is right now. We'll be sure to get you on the air. Uh, we always run out of time at the end of the program. Doug, how you been? Absolutely wonderful. Stevie, this weather, how can anybody be anything but? Yeah, oh, beauty. We had uh, we had a little rain, and uh, rain is always handy. You know, we've got a great day today. Looks like, uh, as we heard a moment ago, we we could get a shower or a thunderstorm on Sunday. So we certainly invite uh, people to get out and enjoy. But if you're having problems with that computer, uh, hardware, software, by all means, give us a call. 651-989-9226. 9226. Once again, the text 81807. That is an 81807. All right, Doug, let's uh, get into uh, scams again. Uh, it, it, it seems as though this runs in waves. Uh, we, we've heard that uh, people have been getting phone calls or they'll be online, they'll, they'll be in a browser and they'll be uh, out there at a website and then this uh, screen will come up. Uh, with with all sorts of scary looking stuff, and you've got to call Microsoft right now. Uh, these are all scams. And once again, you you cannot contribute to this. Uh, if you're not sure, by all means, don't call. If you're not sure, by all means, hang up. Absolutely. And I don't know if you've heard of the latest one. No. Um, for individuals and families, baby boomers who are in the age to collect Social Security. They are randomly calling people, and they're suggesting that they need to re-update their Social Security information. And I think this is going to be a big one. If you end up doing that, you're going to give them control of where that Social Security check is going to get sent. And they're going to just have it sent to another account and keep forwarding it this is going to get ugly. So these are phone calls or are these emails? What's going on? Both. Okay. But uh, the phone calls are the most dangerous because they, they will call and say, well, have you recently signed up for Social Security? Oh, no, I did that a year ago. Well, you're in this group. And off they go into this cute little sales talk about how when you signed up, we've changed our computer wow. systems. Now we need you to update. Let me help you. I can get you to, to the proper website and go here and go here and put in your info. Well, now they got your information. Yeah. You think it's the Social Security Department? It's not. 
Yeah, so that's I and I this this scares me. I think this one's going to be big. Yeah, and uh, the the screen continues to come up for people who are out on websites browsing. Call Microsoft. I knew it was a scam because I'll tell this story again. I've got a Chromebook. Yep, doesn't have anything to do with Microsoft. It, it's Google uh, Chrome. Um, I I don't have anything to do with Microsoft. And it told me to call Microsoft, and that was a dead giveaway. Eh, this is probably not legit. Yeah, I see it on my Linux boxes as well. And my original thought to this, Steve, was that that, that particular website had some kind of virus in it, and that's where that web page was coming. I'm not so certain about that anymore. I don't know if this is some kind of worm virus crawling around through routers and whatnot through the Internet. I don't know how these pages are coming up. I no longer think that is strictly a a virus or malware running on that on that web host. It could be, uh, um, but the thing is, is do not react to it if it's inside a browser. Close up your browser, even if you need to restart your machine. Go back to that website in a different web browser. Chances are it's going to be gone. If you continue to see it, without question, go. To a Google search box, type in ADW Cleaner and download and run ADW Cleaner. And that particular software, Steve, if I didn't mention it, that's by Malwarebytes, and it's free. And so it's a it's a huge, huge advantage to have it on your computer. doesn't really install. It just runs as a portable, but it will update its own database, scan your system, and clean out anything that can be there. It's a great product, especially at the right price. A D W cleaner. Correct. No spaces. A is in Apple. D is in dog. W is in win or we and the word cleaner. And you will get it. It's I think it should be on every, every Windows machine. All right. Very good. Here are the numbers again. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Text 81807. That is 818 818- Zero seven. Let's go to the phones. Let's start with Jim. Jim, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Doug. This is Jim. I I got a question. I got a Droid Turbo, and I'm with Verizon. And two months ago, it started. I cannot get on Google from ten in the morning till six at night, Monday through Friday. And I went to Verizon. We're on my phone checking everything out for an hour and a half. And I didn't, they said, well, we'll send in a report to to uh, Google. And what happens is I'll have three bars, and I try to I type in heart on Google, and all of a sudden the three bars drop down, and then I get three different messages, uh, cannot connect, uh, you lost connection, blah, blah, blah. I don't think this has anything to do with Google. I, I got to tell you, this is the first I've heard of anything like this. I'm not exactly certain what you're using for a web browser on your Android phone, but you can actually download Chrome from the App Store. And you can also download and install Mozilla Firefox. It could be that your default browser, something is corrupt there. Worst case scenario, I would actually restore that thing to factory. I would clear out all the apps and have it start fresh. If you've gotten your apps from the play.google.com store, 
That Play.Google will keep track of the apps that you've downloaded and installed. So when you go back to a factory reset, you can actually log back in with your account and it will reinstall those apps. It's a pretty speedy process to restore this. I think I would take that back to factory restore. I do not think this is a Google issue. And if you have trouble with that, give me a call next week. But I think a factory restore on that phone is in order at this point. All right. uh, Phone number again, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Text 81807. Tech Talk underway. Doug in studio today. Let's go to Eddie. Eddie, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Eddie, do we got you? You betcha. Uh, what's I, up, my man? Okay, I've got uh, on my uh, my computer, I got an email from iCloud Security. Okay. And it says, uh, new message received from Apple. We regret to announce that we have locked your account and all features of our service during our verification. Please log into your account as soon as possible, and we will take take to our website for fast verification process in order to restart, restate your account or restart your account. The the best advice I can give you with this <laughs> is to call Apple immediately. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess that you've got um, an iPad or an iPhone or some kind of an iDevice and your iCloud or your Apple account has become corrupt or... Somebody has been trying to log on to that account for whatever reason, and they have initialized the shutdown on that account. You need to call Apple, and you're going to have to prove that you are who you say you are. They're probably even going to ask you for the serial number on the device that you use to create that account. One thing about Apple and Mac, when it comes to security, they're all over it. Not always the easiest for some end users to work with because of the amount of accounts that they have, and they really push dual authentication. And this can sometimes confuse this account as well, but they will be more than willing to work with you and to make sure that you are explained clearly how this works and get that account straightened back out. A lot of these accounts, when they're created, People will actually put credit card information in them so they can purchase software and purchase music and whatnot. And that credit card information is only accessible through that account. Even the Apple administrators have to have you online or via phone to get into even view whatever you've got in there for credit card information. But you need to call Apple immediately on this. This one's an Apple fix. All right, quick break. We have more on Tech Talk. Phone lines are open right now, so it's a great time to call. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That's 81807. By the way, Doug will join us in two weeks at the fair. We invite you to stop out and say hello. It is 118 here at CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It It is 120 on a Saturday, 78 lovely degrees. Winds out of the east at 5 or dew point 51. Tech Talk well underway. Doug's in studio. Two weeks from today, we'll be live at the fair 
between 1 and 2 o'clock. So if you're on the fairgrounds, we'd love you to stop by and say hello. Um, here, here's a good one to get going off the text line. Um, and we could talk all hour on this, but uh, what kind of computer uh, should someone headed off to college get? Geez, you know, I'm really glad you asked that. I had to find a new laptop for a guy, and he wanted something nice, didn't want to spend a lot of money. So I jumped online two days ago, and I found that Micro Center has Asus 15-inch laptops on sale. Steve, you're going to love this. Windows 10, 8 gigs of RAM, 256-gig SSD drive for $699. Wow. That's a buy. Silver, beautiful machine. If they're looking for a two-in-one, if they're going off to college, I would highly, highly recommend a 13-inch Dell two-in-one. Small, light, turn it into a tablet, fold it, and it can sit like an easel on a table, touch pet, touch screen, and full keyboard. They're running about $700. Uh, up to eight hours of battery life. Your choices are, inu- are, are numerous. I think for college, I would probably go with the 13-inch Dell. Because of the size and the weight and the portability, and it's got it all. That's yeah. And all these things are on display at Micro Center. So take a cruise out there and play around, and you won't have any problem finding machinery out there. Yeah, and as we've said over the years, when it, when it comes to this sort of thing, um, you know, giving someone a gift is great. But uh, it's one of those, depending on the program you're in, maybe what the school uh, specifies. Another thing is... Many, many schools have deals on this equipment, whether you want a PC or you want a Mac. Uh, they have a lot of good programs. And uh, I remember uh, with my youngest daughter, when we went off to college, we were able to order this thing, pick it up at school. It was all configured and ready to go. I could not agree with that more. You, you know, surprises are nice, but this is one area where the student or family member or whatever they will have a huge appreciation getting the right tools and the right equipment. And especially if they're going into a specific uh, master's degree or anything like that, the college will help direct this. And the nice thing about most of the colleges set up all the security there. They all have their IT departments. Let them get involved with this. I could not agree with that more. All right. uh, We're going to be going to the phone line shortly couple more from the text line at 81807. We've got Joe and Nancy waiting on the phone lines. I have an old laptop. I turned it on the other day, and I cannot get the speakers to work. I've gone into the control panels and tried everything. It just won't work. What could be going on? Yeah, You know, I recently had a beautiful HP that um, the guy dropped off at my house, didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, I swapped him for to do fix his other machine. And I couldn't get sound on that either. Sometimes they're just done. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with drivers. Uh, if you've checked your drivers, and one last final test that you might want to do is download and create a bootable USB drive with Linux. If you're not getting any sound there, I can almost guarantee it's hardware, especially when you're in Linux and you go to YouTube and you fire up a video you can hit the little speakers, and it will actually show if it's playing. And if you're seeing that 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 actual graphic and getting nothing, uh, that's that's a real tell that it's hardware. So that that chances are that's probably hardware. 
All right, uh, one other from the text line for now. We'll circle back around. I have a Toshiba laptop that's two years old. It has Windows 8.1 on it, and I'm having trouble converting it to Windows 10. Yeah, that's not so uncommon. Um, Your Windows 8 at this point most likely has an update loop. Uh, You need to actually download GWX Control Panel, GWX Control Panel, and download the portable version. You don't need to install it. And clear out your cache. Don't hit the button that says prevent update for Windows 10 or anything like that. Just clear out your cache, restart your computer, and you should be able to update. If it goes beyond that, feel free to give me a call next week and we'll walk you through the process. But GWX Control Panel is a wonderful solution for any computer that's having problems with getting their updates caching cleared and their temp files. And you should also have CCleaner on there as well. But GWX Control Panel should do the trick. All right. uh, One other from the text line. Will ADW Cleaner work on a Mac? Is there any need for it? On a Mac. You know, that's a good question. I don't have the answer, so I'd have to say I don't know. I don't think there is. Um, Mac is a is a different animal. Your Mac operating system is actually a proprietary operating system that started out as a base Linux, at least it did years ago. I'm not even so certain anymore if that's the case. But that's a proprietary Linux type of, of operating system. And Macs are... Um, if you keep them clean and keep them up and running and don't overpopulate your desktop with files. Now, you can have launchers or shortcuts, whatever you want to call them. You can have launchers and shortcuts on your desktop without a problem, but you don't want to be saving data on your desktop. That Mac should run and run and run. Some of the biggest issues that I've seen with iMacs is heat, and there's some software that you can actually control the fans with that will help with that. But yeah, you don't really need to be concerned about that with a Mac. That's um, You should be good to go. Yeah, and I went into Malwarebytes a moment ago, ADW Cleaner, mm-hmm. and uh, Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10, 32, or 64-bit. So, uh, it's, it's, no it's Mac or program. Linux yeah. version. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah I, did, I wouldn't think so. It is a Windows program. All right, uh, we have time to squeeze in one more call before the break. And let's bring in uh, Joe and Wilmer. Joe, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Doug. Just a quick thank you. I'm 64 years old and don't use a computer an awful lot. But I remember you saying that uh, somebody sends me a message that something's wrong. Uh, Be aware of it. And it it did happen to me here this last week. My computer locked up. It said it was a Zeus virus and don't shut down and I had to do this and that. Anyway, thanks again for your tip. I didn't. I did call, which was kind of interesting. Uh, the phone picked up on the other end, but uh, no one was there. And by golly, it sounded like a party going on there. Yeah, it wouldn't and, surprise uh, me. Yeah, so I, but just, I know you're busy, but just, uh, that was so, it was so convincing. I could have probably, if not for your show, given some information I shouldn't. So we we always like to hear good news, so thank you so much for the call. Uh, give me a call next week, and we'll we'll chat some more. Thank you again. All right, Joe, that is a good one. Uh, quick break. Nancy and Richmond, hang on. Your call is up first following the weather here on the CCO. It is 133 on a Saturday. 
Tech Talk each and every Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock. Doug's in studio. My name is Steve Thompson. Jonathan Lowe is our studio coordinator. Uh, we have some phone lines open right now for you. Great time to call 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. And our text line, another great way to go, 81807. We have a number of those lined up, and we'll be going there in a moment. Text 81807. Let's go to the phone lines. Nancy, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. A few minutes ago, you were talking about uh, something to download on your computer to protect it. Now, you specifically mentioned Windows 10. I didn't have a 10 handy. Can you repeat that address, uh, computer address to send for that? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you are looking for ADW Cleaner. Um, and this is just a, this is a, this is a cleaner. It's not really antivirus. Your Windows 10 has Windows Defender built in, running in the background, and that should be enough. But open up a web page, a web browser, Google Chrome, Firefox, Microsoft Edge, or Internet Explorer, and then go to Google.com. Once Google.com comes up, you'll see the big search box inside the browser. Just type in ADW Cleaner. And then hit enter, and your first listing should take you to Malwarebytes to the download page. Download it and just run it. You don't even have to install it. If you have yet to do so, you may also want CCleaner, C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. And again, use Google. Just type in CCleaner, space, and the word free. And either the first, second, or the third listing from the Google search results will take you to Paraform and make sure you get the free version and not the trial version. Uh, the trial version will expire after 30 days. Now, with that said, Steve, I should remind people, CCleaner is a free product. If you put it on your computer and use it for six months and keeps all your temp files out and helps you to uninstall programs and keeps your registry all intact, I'm going to suggest that people go ahead and buy it. Uh, fair is fair. These people are doing their work. Let's spend 30 bucks and let's buy it. But you're under no obligation. That's the important part. And with ADW Cleaner, I feel the same way. If you keep this for a year or so and you like it and it's doing a good job, buy Malware Bytes. You've got plenty of machine, and all that's going to do is it's going to trip off Windows Defender, and Malware Bytes is going to be your antivirus and your anti malware. And, and, and Malware Bytes Premier is a wonderful, wonderful product. Just can't do any better than either one of these. But like I say, in the interim, it's your option. You can have it forever for free if you want to, but have a conscience, and if you like the product, pay for it. And thank you so much for the call. I hope that helps. All right. That, that is a very good one from the text line. I have a new Dell XPS Windows 10, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 2 terabyte hard drive. Wow. Uh, but it's very difficult to get out of sleep mode, even though the settings are correct. Um what could be going on with this thing? Yeah, you know, this is a this is an interesting concept that I've seen with many of the two in ones and the netbooks. I'm not certain. I actually think that there's some kind of conflict going on between the software and the bio settings. I think if I'm not mistaken on a Dell, when you boot this thing up, if you tap your escape key, it's either the escape key or F12. 
One of them is going to let you go into the BIOS, and you can take a look at the power management. I think there's a conflict between the the built-in power management in the hardware and the power management in Windows. I've seen this a lot. And if you can't find it, give me a call, and I'll help you work through it. But that's uh, – and we're going to see this growing, especially in laptops and netbooks. The, these manufacturers are doing everything they can to extend our battery life. Ah. Uh, and, and so when you've got a hardware provision and a software provision, I think we're turning one off and the other one on, and it takes some synchronizing in the background for these two to coordinate. I'm quite certain that's it. Yeah, and sleep mode is something that a lot of people, um, I, I, I've never been in favor of it. Me too. You know, either you're running or you're, or you're shut her down. Well, this would be one advantage to an SSD drive uh, that I do with all SSD drives. Now, this one terabit or two terabit drive that, that this individual has, that's going to save a lot of data, probably more than most families would use in two lifetimes. But an SSD drive... Because they boot so fast, I actually set the netbooks up to where when you close the cover, it just shuts them down immediately. When you open the cover, fires them right up. And you're looking at maybe 18 to 25 seconds waiting for it to come out of a, a complete shutdown mode, which is also much better for updates. Because if you're shutting it down, your updates, you're not going to have this update loops, which can easily happen with laptops and portables. And I hope that helps. All right. Another one from the text line, uh, and this refers to an email from earlier in the program or a gentleman called in. Uh, The email that the guy read was supposedly from Apple is a common scam, not from Apple. If you check who it's from, it's not from Apple. So be very leery of that. And as you pointed out, contact Apple directly. Absolutely. Get a hold of Apple Care. And once again, it gets back to you get emails, you get a phone call, you get some sort of pop-up. Be very leery of that. If you're having concerns, particularly with your Mac, you know, get a hold of Apple Care, and it'll help you sort it out. Absolutely. See, here's a prime example, Steve. Yeah. You know, these people are phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. They have created an, a, a, an email that looks like it came from Apple. I'm sure they're using the right logos. I'm sure they're using the right terminology. And they are trying to direct this individual to go to another website and put in his credentials. It's absolutely insane. When in doubt, don't. And let's face it. Apple is really, really good when it comes to this type of issue and support. They're going to take that call. They're going to answer your questions. And they may even say suggest to you that you go over to an Apple store and help get that thing sorted out. But this is a prime example of how proficient these people who are doing fishing really, really get. I mean, you can't tell. You just can't tell. Good email. Thank you so much for that text. Yeah, that is a very good reminder indeed. Uh, do not fall for the numbers that show up. And that's true. Sometimes what we hear about scams or a bank where they maybe have the bank logo and it looks very official, you know, check the back of uh, your credit card or your debit card or look at one of your statements. 
use those numbers, not necessarily the one that comes in on your computer or in an email or some sort of pop-up. you, you got to tread very lightly there. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Colleen in Eden Prairie. Colleen, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I sure. have a question in regard to um, unwanted spam going into my Gmail account. I never had any trouble, and I've had a Gmail account for a number of years. Until um, early April when the Google Docs scam was going around, okay. I did not open it, nor did I even get it, but I suspected that maybe someone who had my email address in their address book did open it, but I have been getting just a ton of spam. It, it ends up in my spam folder um, on Gmail, but it is really ugly. It is pornographic. It is Russian girls online. It's Asian girls online. It's sexual enhancement stuff. I don't open any of it. I've been deleting it. I've been blocking. Is there? But I never saw this stuff before that time. So I'm thinking it was related to that. I could be wrong. Is there anything I can do to get this stuff from even coming into my spam folder. You know, it's interesting that you bring this up. The one thing that I'm happy about is it's actually in your spam folder. You can actually go into Google, into your Gmail, and you can set up your spam folder to delete by itself every day, every two days, every week, every month. Um, I don't know if there's really anything that you can do to stop it from coming in. The good news is, is that Gmail sees that it's spam and you do not have to even look at it when you're in your inbox. I feel your pain. Now, let's be grateful to, to Gmail that and Google that they've made their, their spam filters what it is. But your email address is being propagated at this point throughout the internet. And it's hard to say how this has taken place, uh, but it should subside over time. Um, If you need some help with this, give me a call next week. We'll connect up remotely and we'll get your settings set up. I've got mine set up, so my spam filter just deletes every 30 days without me even going in it. If somebody sends me an email and says, oh yeah, or calls me and says, I sent you an email, I didn't get it which is very rare these days, where a real email address gets blacklisted on the Internet. But it could happen. But it's extremely rare. I just let my spam take care of itself in the background. I have the same thing going on with mine. My original Gmail account was created within the first thousand of Gmail accounts. Can you imagine how long that's been out in the wild? Close to 20 years now, maybe even more. I probably get somewhere between three and 400 spam messages a day from sites I've never gone to. I don't even bother to go into that folder anymore. I just let Gmail and Google take care of it. Now, the WCCOTech.com, which is set up with Google Apps, that's different. That one has actually been contained, and I may see 10 to 15 spam messages a month. Um, but this one is a, is a whole different deal than Gmail. And if you want some help with that, feel free to call me, and I'll help you with that next week. All right, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today, and let's go to Greg next. Greg, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, hello. Um, he mentioned an Asus uh, laptop. Yeah. Indeed. And I'm looking at one that I don't know if it's worth getting. It, it just says 15.6 inches, 
uh, HD touchscreen, Intel Core i3-6100, uh, 2.3 gigahertz dual core, and 128 gigabyte solid state drive. Uh, are you at Micro Center? No. I think the one, I could be wrong, but it seems to me the one that I saw at Micro Center was an i5 quad. And that, and that, that was 8 gigs of RAM, and I... It could have had a 128-gig SSD drive, but I thought it says 256 and that was $699 on sale. All right, all right Doug, um, but there, there's a lot of terminology there yes. uh, that get uh, that gets thrown out, and people get confused on um, what kind of you know processor is there. Uh, you, you've talked about solid-state drive, and that being really the way to go. Absolutely. Um, RAM is another one, random access memory. Um what what are the biggies? What what are what are some key numbers or uh, things people should keep in mind when they're looking for a computer when it comes to the particular processor and then ultimately RAM and then uh, drive? I think with Windows drive. 10, I believe that you want a bare minimum of eight gigs of RAM. Windows 10 runs much much better if it can just stretch out and rock and roll, especially if you've got an SSD drive. Now, when it comes to Intel processors, uh, the i3, the i5, and the i7, uh, the i3 has a tremendous, tremendous following in the mobile devices. Most i3s are dual cores, which really means they're two processors layered, which will give you four operating threads. Now, i5s come in dual-core and quad-core. If I've got a quad-core processor, it's like having four processors built into one. And each processor, each core, will deliver two threads. Each thread can run several processes. An i7, you can get in a quad-core. And now they're coming out with the 8 and the 12 cores. Keep track of how many cores and you can actually look at these computers when they're booting when they're running that's the nice thing about going someplace where they're on display be it best buy or 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 costco uh, someplace where you can actually touch them feel them power them down power them up get on the internet and see how they're running today in computers you truly get what you pay for and we pay for what we get there's really not, the competition is so stiff that you're going to be hard-pressed, in my opinion, to get screwed on hardware. Still possible, but very rare. Uh, but, but pay attention to this. And if you have questions when you're shopping, by all means, give me a call. I'll help you. Um, it, it's really a quick call, and it could save you tons of time. Cost, spend a couple hundred bucks more and get something worth having. All right, quick break. We have more Phone calls coming up. Sandy and Nancy are waiting on the phone lines. We'll try to squeeze in some texts as well here on Tech Talk on a Saturday at CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Eight minutes down in front of two. All the news and weather at two. Tech Talk continues. Right now, 78 degrees, east winds at 5 miles an hour. Let's go to the phone lines again. Sandy, you're on the air with Doug here on Tech Talk. Hello. Hi. My son has a computer. It's a seasoned computer, um, and he mostly plays games on it. 
Okay. okay. Completely went black. And he kind of looked on the line and it said, get a repair disc. Um, yeah. If he's not booting at all, if it's coming up with a, with a bouncing cursor um, and you can hear fan, that's good. He, he probably needs to reinstall uh, Windows. Uh, give me a call next week, and I'll walk you right through how to do this, and we'll get him back up and rolling. All right. Uh, very that's good. pretty big job. We can't really take that on call on Yeah, on that, that, that sounds like a big job for sure, especially if it's an older computer. That, that's going to take a little TLC. By the way, we'll have Doug's uh, phone number and email in a moment at the end of the program. Let's go to the phones again. Nancy, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, thanks for taking my call. Sure. My question might be related to the earlier one, but I missed it about the um, the power management between the hardware and software. Yes, this is, um, this is an interesting last, concept. Go ahead. For the last few months, I'll get the message that um, I have low battery power to plug in your computer, but it's already plugged in at the time. I've gotten a new AC charger, a new battery, um, and it's still random. Occasionally, it'll charge all the way, and and it, it works fine. And then other times, um, I have to almost hold the thing in the port. Ah, that's a tell. Um, this These ports sometimes get worn and, and twisted a little bit. Depending upon your computer, you might need to put a new port on it. If you've already gotten a new AC adapter that plugs into that port. Yeah, you're not this sounds to me to be like hardware. This is uh this is going to get interesting. Give me a call next week and I'll talk to you about some solutions. Uh but this is uh yeah, this sounds like hardware to me. All right, uh let's uh hit a couple of texts before we run out of time here in a moment. Um I have Gmail. I never look at my spam show a folder. Should I dig in there? Is there uh, anything I really need to do? I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, Gmail does a great job with the spam. You might want to go in there and delete all the messages from time to time. Uh, but no, I doubt it. Uh, Gmail, in my opinion, Google does such a great job filtering spam that um, unless somebody contacts you and says, I sent you an email, why didn't you respond? You might have to go into your spam folder and run a quick search uh, for that particular person's email address and then make sure that you mark it on your machine as not spam. Now, if that person's Gmail, or excuse me, if that person's email address, if that domain name has been blacklisted throughout the Internet, they've got a real challenge to get it back to being whitelisted. And it's rare that that happens, but it does happen. All right, we've got to run. Uh, by the way, uh, we're scheduled to hear... From President Trump uh, at the Golf Club in New Jersey, coming up around 2 o'clock our time on the violence in Charlottesville, Virginia, and more, we would expect. That is coming up in a few minutes. We'll carry it live. But, Doug, real quick, phone numbers and email. How do people reach you? Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And I'll see you next week, Steve. All right. Talk to you next week. Two weeks from today, we'll be at the fair. Oh, Hard what to fun. 78 degrees here in the cities. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. 
Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.